What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Believe in USC Football podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Kristen Lago. The other is right there on your screen, Lendell White. Lendell, it's been a minute. I feel like I haven't seen you in a while. What have you been up to? Um, I've been uh, traveling like always. Um, I was actually just in um, Orange County. My uh, brother, Johnny Walker, put on an event. Um, it was called, it was like the Legends of Troy, basically. And he had brought back some of the guys that played on the the, the, the former you know, the uh, national championship teams. And we just talked about like the legacy of USC and whatnot. And it was just awesome to be up there on that panel. You know, had Sean Cody, Greg Carlson, Darnell Bing, um, Sam Baker, uh, Colin Ashton, you know, it was, it, but it, it was just so awesome to see all my brothers again. So, you know, I've been uh, doing that. And also I've been, you know, just keeping an eye on, you know, our USC Trojans, mm -hmm. you know, just to see where we're at. And um, I'm feeling real confident in what we got going on right now. So week one, it's finally here. I feel like we were just like talking about the hiring of Lincoln Riley, then the joining of the big into the big 10. And now it's week one. So USC taking on rice um, in the week one opener, I guess. Let's talk excitement first about this game. I guess what's at stake for USC in this season opener. Cause I think you think rice and you're maybe thinking, ah, not a huge game, but it's a big deal at this point in the program. I mean, it's it's definitely a big deal. It's, it's probably the, the the biggest deal for Lincoln right now to start off his tenure. You know, we have a lot of faith behind him, and we believe in him right now. So, um, I, I'm not taking anything away from Rice, but if you look at their stats from last year and just look at their record, um, I think they won probably four games. Of the four games they did win were probably like Southern Miss, um, Alabama, Birmingham. You know what I mean? Like teams like that. So, um, listen, we are SC, and if no game should ever be taken lightly, but yeah. you know, if Lincoln has prepared these guys like the way he and you know the way the guys think we that he has, um, I think we should go out there and dominate. And it's I think it's 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 really pressure on the dominate because we want to see a change. Like we should be, we don't want the same stuff we've been having in the past. You know, and I'm not going to say any names with any coaches, but when we go mm -hmm. out here and we have these teams where we know we should dominate, and you know we're in close games and we're in a fight in the fourth quarter. Um, for us to, you know, for, for Lincoln to to make a stamp on his arrival at USC, I think he should go out there, you know, I don't know how many points he's going to do it, but we want to see a lot of points. Obviously, we know he's an offensive guru, so we, we want to see, you know, some high flying, a lot of touchdowns, some scoring at the Coliseum. That's what we, we've been begging for this, and I think we yearn to see this. It's been too long. You mentioned the word change, and I have to say, I have been at practice over the last, like, three weeks now, and it does feel different. I think the players walk in with more of a confidence and a swagger. There's a lot more energy at practice, and so we see that, and we're wondering, how does that translate to the football field? And then we finally get a taste of who we're going to see on the field. They released their depth chart late last night, and, like, smart Lincoln to release it in the midnight hours so no one could talk about it until the morning. Yeah. But uh, did you get a chance to look at it? What were your first impressions, kind of, of the depth chart? that they released um uh, my my impressions were i kind of figured that you know um after you know just looking at what happened when when he first came in and seeing the recruits that came in you know that followed him in um and the guys that left you know there were so many opportunities um so 
obviously we needed a quarterback and then you, you see what Caleb did down in Oklahoma that obviously to me that's like a no-brainer when you have Jordan Addison he's a you know a Bolitnikoff winner it's it's kind of like a no-brainer again to not have him as a starter um, but then you know now we have depth at a lot of these positions we're, we're, we're too deep now and it's, it's so amazing to see because when one guy goes out we know that we have a guy like you know either Taj or GB or one of those guys that can get in and go deep um, and then on defense, it's, it's good to see that, you know, some of the guys that stuck around are getting opportunities. My little brother, Jalen, I see him out there at nickel. I'm, I'm proud of him because, you know, I've talked to him and um, he's one of the guys that believed in himself and stuck around in the program. So, you know, like, kudos to you, little bro. I'm proud of you. Um, but, you know, it's just it's good to see just just, you know, different faces back there. And obviously Lincoln feels very comfortable in what he brought in. He's not a slouch in this guy. So if he, if he gave a, a depth chart or if he put people out there, I think we gotta, we kind of got to like let him go his players first before we start to make any, uh, you know, insane comments or what we think we should be doing at coaching. Um, he gets paid the big bucks for that reason. <laughs> so hopefully, you know, we'll see, we'll see why we paid him so much, you know, Saturday. I want to start, let's dig into the offense because there's something that stuck out to me. I noticed two freshmen were on the depth chart. We have wide receiver and CJ Williams. And then we have running back and Relik Brown. And Relik is the one I kind of want to talk to you about in particular because he's been making a lot of noise since he got on campus. I know Travis Dye and Austin Jones have been singing his praises and they're in the running backs room with him. So I guess, have you seen him, uh, his high school tape and like what yeah. kind of excites you about him? So what's crazy is that I have a, I played with a guy named Lavelle Hawkins. He actually went to Cal with D Jack and those guys at the time. He actually was coaching up there, um, and he he was the one that called me like, "Man, y'all got to get probably the best." Yeah. He's, he said he said y'all getting the best player out of this year's. Uh, um, I was about to say draft, <laughs> but out of this year's recruiting class. And he's like, watch what I'm telling you. He's going to get down there and make the most ruckus. And it's crazy you say that because all I've been hearing about is this kid down there. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I've been following him for a while. Ever since he said he was committed to USC and coming, I've definitely been checking out his highlights and what he did in high school. And I'm anxious to see what he can bring. I've seen, to me, you know, rest in peace. He's like Joe McKnight a little bit. He has <laughs> that with him, um, a little bit of Reggie in him. I've seen it, but he's also not afraid. Um, sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> he's also not afraid to put his shoulder down and, you know, get the tough yards, man. Um, so I'm really excited to see it. It's, it's been a while that we had a, a true freshman at running back that, that brought that kind of excitement. So I'm excited. I think sometimes when you think air raid offense, you don't necessarily think of power on the ground. I guess how important is it that we have a strong rushing attack as well? I mean, I, you look at the wide receiving room and it's just stacked. Of course, we're going to have wide receivers rotating in. We have a great quarterback in Caleb Williams, but for the rushing attack, I guess we have three yeah. very capable backs oh. at this point. Yeah. Yeah. We have three, we have three. I mean, if you see what these guys, um, we know what Travis is capable of doing. Let's we can, we can sit here and act like we didn't see what he did, but he, his number speaks for itself. And then again, he's playing with Lincoln Riley. Like I know Lincoln's going to put these kids in a great situation or position to make plays. Um, but, to have a running game along with that air raid, it doesn't do nothing but make Caleb's job easier. So yeah. I'm sure that, you know, we're going to see a lot more bigger runs this year, a lot, you know, a lot more plus 20. And I'm excited to see that, you know, because what comes with, you know, spreading out that off, I mean, the defense so much and that spreading out our offense, you, the defense has to go with it. So mm -hmm. there's a lot more angles and holes in there. And I, and again, Caleb, changes a lot because now he's a dual threat and you, you got to account for him so that's another guy you take out the box so I'm 
I'm ex- really excited to see what this offense do. I'm not taking anything away from your Southern Cal defense. You guys, I know defense wins championships. I love you guys, but man, I want to see these points on the board. And y'all going the defense to help with that. They got to get the ball back for us. And yeah, th- I just want to see this offense score a lot of points, man. It's, it's long overdue. I think that's what gets the crowd into it, right? The crowd wants to see the offense go out and score some points, especially after last season. But the defense, I think that's my biggest question for this USC team. And looking at Oklahoma and, of course, Grinch coming from Oklahoma, there was a lot of questions about the Oklahoma defense, too, because you have such a great offense. That's probably why you're winning a lot of games out there. And you have a, a solid defense, but USC's defense as of late has not been solid. So I guess... What's your question about this defense? What are you What are you looking to answer at this game? I, I mean, this game is is one. But again, like you said, when you think about Grinch's defense in, in the past, like I remember turning on a game last year when Grinch was going against Sark in Texas, and they were mm-hmm. up huge. I mean, obviously they came back, I think, and won that football game. But it's like they gave up, I think, 40-something yeah. plus points. So that's going to be interesting to see because – Honestly, you can't give up that many points and expect to be top four or even top, you know, 10. Not in this league right now. You, you, Utah's and the Oregon's and these yeah. teams are playing some ball right now. So you, we got to be able to, you know, limit the points. And that's what I want to see. Um, but I would like to see a goose egg. If I look on the scoreboard or if I look on these statistics of what Rice has put out there, and again, I mean, Rice, you could take it how you want, but you yeah. guys are not on our level. They're not They're not an elite football team. So when you think about what we're trying to do at USC and with the, what we reloaded with, there's no way in hell that we should even be – this should be a close game. I honestly see like a 56 – you know, you know, something up there, 60 to zero. I can really see that. And it, something to get USC fans excited about because it's, again, long overdue. I always wonder this, and obviously I never played, so I can answer it myself. But is there a danger in underestimating a team like Rice when you are a USC football player and you're walking in with this great head coach, all the hype in the world, and you're thinking, I'm going to go lay a goose egg on him? Is there a danger in thinking that as a player or or no, not at this point? Well, I don't really see us as fans. That's what we, we, we're praying for that. Um, Realistically, if you're in there with your team and you're doing the right thing, you're not listening to what we're talking about. You're not listening to what the, what the results and what, what the should be. As long as you're in, you're locked in, you're um, preparing like you want to be a champion. You're listening to the coach. Um, when you go out to practice, you're flying around uh, and, and and not making mistakes. Like when that happens and you start gelling, then it's not, it, you, you don't worry about what outside people are saying because you know that you're going to handle business in-house. And I believe if that's what they're doing, then it will reflect on a scoreboard. So, um, and there's nothing wrong with being a little bit excited about yourselves. It's not like there's been a lot of talk about you guys. Nobody is excited about USC football. So if you're not excited as a player to come out and show what you can put out there, then who else is going to be? I can't get any more excited. I can't strap up these pads anymore. And it's giving me, you know, I get I get goosebumps <laughs> thinking about how good we can be because I know they have it in them. So um, I don't I don't again. Th- forget the outside noise and what I'm talking about, but if they're locked in the way they should be, yes, this is be a, the scoreboard should reflect something. And I think it should be a big time, a big time game for the Trojans and, and give the fans these hundred thousand that's going to be out there, or hopefully will be out there now um, excited again about USC football. You were part of a team that had the same hype, the same excitement from the fan base that these players are experiencing right now. 
What's that like as a player when you're walking on campus, maybe that Friday before game day? What what runs through your head? Well, there's nothing like it. You do your little walkthrough, and then you have the Trojan walk where you get to walk through the crowd, the band's playing. There's nothing like that feeling uh, because you know it's game time. But then yeah. you get to see all these people. There's been generations of folks that's been coming out and excited to see us play football. Yeah. So now it's not just your little cousin or your niece or, or your mom and dad that's excited that you're out there. When you look around and see some of these people that's been donating to this program or, you know, um, just it's not even to the football. Like when you look around, like they are the people that built up USC. So like they're excited. You know what I mean? There's nothing like that walk. And when you just look around and, you know, we get up there, man, you got the band playing and one of the seniors, usually they grab the trophy or the, I mean the sword and they, you know, we get to talking and there's nothing like that, man. Get, I, I want to play football so bad right now. I go out there open that. I only got about two plays left in me, <laughs> but I know it'll be the greatest two plays ever, man. So I just know like the, 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 What's going around SC right now hasn't been around there, like mm -hmm. you said, since 2003, four, five. Yeah. So to have this feeling, man, you don't want to lose it, man, because these kids have experienced something they never experienced in Hollywood if they can hold on to this feeling. Are there any, since we're looking ahead to week one, are there any players you're expecting to have a breakout season this year? Well, I already said Jalen earlier. Yeah. Uh, that's my dog. Um, but honestly, I I need some wait before we get. I talked to J Rock at Media Day, USC Media Day, for the first time ever, yeah. and um, Mr. Hollywood, he is. I like, I love his energy. Oh, I have yeah. to say, um, yeah, I'm I'm anxious to see what he brings to the table now that he finally gets kind of his role yeah. established. Because he's, I mean, last year they had him at so many different things. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, he could play everything. I've been watching him since the Sloop U Football League, and yeah. I know, I've been knowing him. So he's a he's a dog. We we actually have a dog out there on defense, and I know he wants to make a difference. He, yeah. he, he actually bleeds cardinal and gold. This is something he's been wanting his whole life since I was around. You know, he watched us, and now he, you know, he gets to make his difference. So I'm really excited to see what he can do. But um, I'm anxious I'm really anxious for us Trojans. We we need another Rojo type of guy. Um, you know, a Re Reggie Bush, myself, Stefan Johnson. Like mm -hmm. we need a CJ. We need we need one of these big time running back groups where we're making you know a presence out there because it's been a, it's been a while. Um, yeah. Like I said, it's Rojo. That's years, and that's not how tailback you does it. We're usually locked and loaded at that position every single year. So I'm anxious to see what 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 we do, and you know. Uh, Trav, I'm calling you out. King, you know what I mean? I want to see what y'all can do. Like, you know, USC is tailback you. And don't ever, it's time to see what our tailbacks can do, honestly. Then one more kind of looking ahead, aside from UCLA, because I feel like that's your answer. What's the opponent you're most looking forward to this USC Utah. team going up against Utah? I want to see Utah. Right now, if if we're being honest in the conference, Utah is the team to beat. Yeah. You got Oregon up there. Um, I think they're kind of rebuilding. I really don't. Mm -hmm. I mean, after so many draft picks got picked up, and you know, Thibodeau, he was definitely a monster. So yeah. that changes their whole defense. Um, but I will uh, Utah. I know they're locked and loaded. I did a coaches camp down there earlier this summer. Um, I met uh, Kai Whittingham. He's a cool dude. I can see why their program is solid. I met some of the big running back that's supposed to be an animal this year. He's way bigger than me, and he, he looks real mean when he runs. So, um, yeah, and Utah's been kicking our ass for the last couple of years. So, it, like, for us to be back 
dominant or be, you know, the USC that we need to be before we, you know, take off and go to this next conference. We got to dominate this conference. So if Utah's the guys and Notre Dame, then we need to run through them. That's what I believe. Quick hits. What's your score prediction for Saturday? I'm horrible at these, so I'm not going to make one. So don't Honestly, ask. I, could say, I would say 49, 14. Okay. Um, I would love to see like a 56, zero, even like a, like something big, like, because we, we have the talent out there to do something special. So I, I wouldn't mind seeing something big. Give the, like I said, give these fans something to talk about. It's been a long time since we've been like, oh, man, have you seen this kid? Have you seen yeah. that guy? The man, Lincoln Riley called a hell of a game. Grinch had those boys playing on defense. So, yeah, let's not go. Why not go out there, blow them out, make a statement so the rest of the college football world is on notice now Like, yeah. I know it might be one game, but that's the first. This is the most important. And right now, this is the only game that we can make an impression on. So we might as well go out there and take care of business. I think it has to be a blowout win for all of the kind of conversations that have gone on about this team, about this head coach. Like it can't be like a seven-point victory. I would be disappointed we go yeah. out there and it's 28-21 yeah. or something. It's like, because it's going to be... And, and we might go on to do big and great things later on down the season, but it's going to, you'll be, if, if, if Lincoln think he ain't been talked about before, let this be a close game. And people call for heads faster than anything. So hopefully, you know, again, I, it's not me, Lincoln. I believe in you. You know, I'm a Trojan at hundred percent. I usually give you three or four games before I start calling for heads. So, um, man, no, I, I think, like you said, it has to be a blowout and this has to, has to happen for our fan base. You know what I mean? This has to happen for our recruiting. Like kids mm -hmm. want to see that. Like, are you really back? Yeah. Malachi is at home. Like, yeah. You know, are I mean? you back? He's yeah. His chop, like he's licking his chops too. There's kids around the world that really want to see if USC is back and we can make a statement for the rest of the world. We're not just playing for championships right now. We're playing for recruits mm -hmm. and that's the most important thing. We're playing to try to get these kids in the next couple of years to come there. So yes, we have to make a statement. And then quickly before I leave you, I do want to talk about the new NIL stuff that has come out that USC has put out in the last week with the Boulevard kind of Boulevard. finally getting rolling. I, I guess, it. did you watch the Fletcher Jones Mercedes commercial come out with the kids getting their Mercedes luxury vehicles? And just, I guess, what runs through your mind as a former player who's like finally seeing this come out? What I'm goes happy. through your mind? I'm really excited about it. It's, 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 it's long overdue. It's time. Yeah. And, and Fletcher, he's been one of our, our guys. He's been a stand-up guy in the USC community for mm -hmm. years. I remember when I left and uh, was coming out of uh, college, he gave me like two, he gave me a 600 and a 500. It was a drop top and then a, you know, a big card so I can get around for, you know, the, the three months while I was going through the combine and stuff. And, um, you know, it's just exciting to see that these guys now at a younger age could live that lifestyle. You know, when you see your coach pulling up in a Lamborghini or Ferrari, you're like, God damn, <laughs> how come I can't have that? I'm the one making them look this good. So yeah. yeah um, I mean, Hey, I'm happy for these guys, but now listen, let's put this shit aside. Now that you know, you're getting paid. Now that we know the money's there, right? Let's go kick some ass, right? Because if you kick some ass, more money comes. And I know you want more money, man. <laughs> Ain't that, that's what the name of the game is now, right? Yeah. We all, we're signing for the money. You want the money. So if you, I guarantee you this, if you win, the money comes. It's just what happens. Last one for you. I asked the same question to a couple of players that practiced this past week. But as a former player, you're talking to the fan base. What do you think? 
they can expect to see on Saturday? Aside from just maybe a win, what do you think they're going to see? Um, I think that they're going to see a, a new and improved USC team. And I mean that as a, like a team, a togetherness. I think you're going to see a lot more players out there understanding that it's not about just themselves or trying to get an Instagram post. Um, you know, now it's about actually winning. And the only way we can do that is if I believe in the guy next to me. So I think that Lincoln has brought that, uh, that mind state here. Um, and I honestly believe, or that mindset rather, um, I honestly just believe that these kids have been hearing it for so long that they want to go out there and get his mm -hmm. fans something. They, like I said, J Dog, like J, I mean, J Rock's been around for years. He came to games where he's seen 90,000 yeah. people rocking in that stadium. So I know he wants to get that, the stadium back to that. So, um, you know, if I'm talking to the fan base too, you guys got to come out and give these kids something too to be excited about. You know, I understand that it's been uh, a long couple years, a long 10, 15, maybe 20 years, guys. I get it, right? But now, more than ever, we need our fan base to come out and support these kids. This is a new leaf. And if we want to turn a new leaf, we can't keep talking about what happened last year. Mm -hmm. This is now and never. So we need our fan base to show up and show out because our colleague, when that thing is rocking, there's nothing like it. So we need you guys to show up and show out. Just like Caleb said, man, we need the fan, the student, the student section to be going crazy. And, you know, if that happens, we're going to be getting down the right heel. And I love it, man. Sky's the limit for our Trojans. So Texas has been saying Texas is back for years now. They haven't been back. Are you calling it now? USC is back? Yes, this is the this is the start. This is the, the, the this is the wave right now. If you don't catch this wave, don't be late because I believe in it. I honestly believe in it. Um, and honestly, I don't have any other choice. But I, when, when you think about it and you think about the splashes we've made, I know people are talking about, OK, for the future, when we move to big. Why not right now? Yeah. Like I've seen teams get on rolls again in the same of the conference we're playing against what UTSA. They went on a roll last year, started, you know, whooping and whoever heard of them, no, <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? So like, obviously the first game is first, but man, listen, this is the year and I'm, I'm on the bandwagon. I believe Lincoln, let's get these boys going. All right. Well, we shall see come Saturday. I will be there as a fan. So I'm, I'm going to take it in. I'll let you know the fan experience from my perspective. Yeah, you got to um, give it to me to raw too. Like, cause okay. you know, I'm going to call them out if they ain't out there giving they all. We need our fans. Oh yeah. Giving they all. Well, I sat through all of last season, every single home game, every loss, every oh, my. double digit <laughs> loss, never left early. So I'll, I'll give it to you straight. Oh yeah. I appreciate you. You're a true fan. I love you for that. The few, the proud. Yes. <laughs> But yes, we'll be back next week to recap, hopefully a win for this USC football team and then Stanford up next. So we'll preview that one as well. I'm curious to see what that rivalry was like uh, when you were playing as well. So we'll talk about all of that. But for now, it's, a, it's the one of the greatest rivalries. Come on, Lindell. 100 years or something? Yeah, because we get, yeah, we beat up on them for 100 years. That's why, I, yeah, it's the greatest rivalry that never, that they never won. So we'll go the greatest rivalry. There we go. We'll, yeah. we'll preview that rivalry yeah. and we'll be back. So catch us on anywhere you can get your podcast, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, all the goods. We'll be watching this USC Trojan team. And as we always say, yeah, fight on. <laughs>